Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Here's something to think about. Bail reform. Uh, that is uh, among the criminal justice topics and maybe even um, more of a topic right now because it turns out that uh, Derek Chauvin, um, accused in the death of George Floyd, he did post bond. And so he's been released from, from jail, which is part of the criminal justice process. And there are a lot of efforts to reform Bond, some some going as far as to call for the elimination of a bail bond system uh, because some people can't afford it. Uh, joined now by Horace Cooper is the co-chairman of Project 21. Uh, I believe it's the largest network of uh, black conservatives in America. And uh, looking at your article, your op-ed at nationalcenter.org, Horace, uh, it says bail reform is to justice what an arsonist is to forest management. What do you mean by that? Well, thanks for having me on the program. And the concern uh, that I uh, am um, identifying is that we presently don't have the capacity to hold every single person in America who is being charged. You could be charged with a, a DUI. You could be charged with a hot check. You could be charged with rape or an assault uh, burglary, we don't have the ability right now, and not even near term, perhaps not even long term, to hold every single person. So what we do is that we get them to agree that they'll stay in the area, they're not going to run free, wild and escape, and when uh, trial time comes, they will make an appearance. And typically, what they do is they are assessed some sort of bail that will ensure that they will appear. They make a payment, and if they don't appear, they forfeit that payment. If you eliminate that, then you don't get to say, well, we'll just hold those people in jail, because as I just explained, we don't have the ability for every single person who is being investigated to be held. And therefore, what you'd see is a circumstance where people would flee and simply not show up for their appearance. And probably the guiltier they are, the more likely they would do it. And certainly the more violent they are, the more likely they would do it. Horace, one of the arguments uh, in favor of bail reform, I'll just let you answer it, and that has to do with uh, the fact that those who are the poorest in this country uh, wouldn't have access to uh, you know, bail, uh, a bondsman. You know, They wouldn't even be able to put up a 10%. So they're saying, but the bail system we have is unjust because uh, somebody who's middle or upper class can easily afford bail and go about their lives. Those who are poor can't and so somebody accused of the same crime can have very two two very different experiences within the system itself um you know so is there something that needs to be addressed within that maybe in a different way or is that uh, just not something the bail reform um should be should be dealt with 
Okay, first of all, um, those assertions, and they're being repeated everywhere, actually are belied by the data. Here is the truth. Your bail is set not as a function solely of are you of a socioeconomic level or not. Your bill is a function of two things. How vicious and violent was the crime that you committed and how likely are you, if you are given a bond, will return and show up for court? Now, why does that matter? The, the second part means that if you are Bill Gates and worth some $30 billion or $70 billion or whatever your amount is, you don't get the same bond that Horace Cooper might get. Because if you gave them a 100000 or even a $100 million bond, they are in a circumstance where they can walk away from that. Bonds are a function of the viciousness or viol- of the violent act and some way of coercing your appearance. Everyone doesn't get the same bond. Every crime doesn't get the same uh, a, a bond. So it's not accurate to simply say two people were shoplifting, one of them makes $100,000 a year, the other makes $17,000 a year, they're going to get the same bond. Absolutely they're not. That's the whole point of it. Now, with regard to what happens when you're attempting to uh, get your bond covered, there are companies all across the country in every single county who will work with you so that you can put up a modest amount as a way of them putting up the full amount so that they can assist the court in understanding that you are going to show up. Only if that bond company or every bond company you go to believe that you are in fact a flight risk, will it be difficult for you to be able to get some level of support? Most people, most people who do not go the bail route are under the impression that they can speed up the time it's going to take for them to get to trial. There are some rare exceptions where that doesn't happen, but it's precisely because we can't hold every single person that if a person sat there, that would, in fact, speed up the need to get them to court and make a final determination as to whether or not they're guilty of which the data just doesn't show that if you're black or if you're poor, you're going to get a higher bond or a bond that, that to you feels higher than it would for another person who's not black or who's in a higher socioeconomic group. Horace, over the last several months, we've seen a development related to protests around the country. Someone is arrested for, I don't know, looting or vandalism or whatever it is, and an outside group comes in and bails them out. What do you make of that? Okay, so that's the Bail Project, um, which is a uh, uh, East Coast uh, entity that is going around saying to any person who has been given the option of bail, we'll see to it that your bail is covered. Now, one of the reasons, as I mentioned before, why you might sit in jail is you're waiting to pressure the system to give you your trial. Another reason might be that your bail was set 
particularly high because of the nature of the crime that you've committed. What the bail project tries to do is offset that and essentially say, oh, on paper, this person is only a, of an income group of 17, 18, or 19,000. We, sitting outside, have a bail fund of $150 million. We'll simply give that money. If it's your money or if it's grandma's house, in some jurisdictions it's, it's your vehicle, and you don't show up, guess what? You would forfeit grandma's house. But if it's the bail project's money, well, that's up for them to figure out how they're going to pay for it. It's not up to you. So what limitation is it on you on your behavior? That means when you're out, you're able to do any kind of thing you want, including not show up, because there's no actual sanction that's going to come to you. I wrote about this case last year where a person was charged with a burglary and was given a peace bond. Essentially, I swear I'm going to show up, and the person was released. They stole a car in the courthouse parking lot that very day and went out and engaged in more crime. There is no sanction that you're going to forfeit if you take that option away. And again, we don't have the alternative. Well, let's just hold those kinds of people behind bars. We don't know how many that's going to be. Could you hold a million? Could you hold five million? How many accused people are we going to put in a holding cell, not prison, in a holding cell while we wait for a trial? All right, Horace Cooper from Project 21. Where can we find the writing? Obviously, uh, Project 21, but conservativeblog.com uh, or .org that uh, you post a lot of these? .org, yes. .org, Cons conservativeblog.org. Uh, Horace, for Project 21, good to talk to you again. I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for being a part of American Viewpoints this weekend. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter. It's at AVP Radio Show. I'm Mike Ferguson, and we'll talk to you again next week. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council